What's up? We are live. Rise Mixed with the new name to the podcast, Mixed Up Thoughts Podcast. I almost forgot it that quick. <laughs> new name to the podcast, same old us. How are you doing today? Or you don't have to go into too much detail, but how are stressed. you today? Stressed, but I'm here. You want to talk about it or just let it be? Let's just say we'll have more news tomorrow, hopefully good news. Yay. And we'll leave it at that. So the big news story after we just had a show talking about cancel culture and everything. <laughs> we now. OK, so this story happened started last Friday. Uh, email story broke about an email that got leaked from John Gruden to the president of the Washington football team saying that he said that Marius Thomas had Michelin man lips talking about the black man's lips. This came out last Friday. It had been talked about, but nothing had been done. They let him coach the game. You know, a lot of people were talking about it, you know, basically it was, they let him coach after that came out. And a lot of people were like, that's kind of where you let this man have, you know, it comes out that he's saying racist stuff and just gonna let it slide. And the day after, was it Monday? Oh, you don't know. <laughs> Monday night, all hell broke loose. All the emails were released of him saying outrageous stuff about pretty much Anything that was going to, anything that was, have you seen the emails? <laughs> I mean, he I is attacking. I haven't read the actual emails. I mean, have you read the, read the story, though? I, I did read the story. He was attacking everything that's happened progressively in the last few years. He attacked the Rams for drafting the gay player and Michael Sam. Said they shouldn't be drafting a queer, which is ridiculous. <laughs> like, wow. He said that Roger Cadell, the commissioner of the NFL, was a pussy. <laughs> is that guy the 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 guy that got drafted? Is that the one that kissed his his partner? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he said that they shouldn't stop trying to you know stop looking to reduce head injuries. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's about. He's he's pretty much those old school racist coaches that they that people say don't exist but really exist. You know, the racist coach who really, you know, really doesn't like black people, anybody anybody different, but he coaches them and he wins, but the people just, you know, the people who play for him know how he is and they don't even try to explain it to because nobody else because he's winning, you can't really expose him because you just look at it as crazy. Because Keyshawn Johnson was trying to tell the world about him for years, and they said they just called him a diva. Said he was, you know, a diva and just mad because they didn't want him. Antonio Brown said, you know, bad things about him, and they just said that he was a diva and crazy. So it all comes out. Uh, he was attacking women referees. <laughs> he he said the f word a few times. I'm just gonna say it. he said. I'm saying it as relation to what the emails he called several people faggot in his emails. He was wilding. 
he was exposed and he resigned. Which tells but you that who he did guilty. he attack that was powerful? Because all Roger of those Goodell. are marginalized. Yeah, those are all marginalized people that he attacked before and nobody said anything. So he had to have said something against somebody that was white and powerful. He criticized Roger Cadell. He called him a pussy and called him the F word. And That's the and commissioner? Of the NFL, yeah, Roger yeah, Cadell. Okay. So people are saying... Do you okay? Here's the here's what here's here's one way to look at it. Do you think he was going to get by with just saying stuff about the black the black guy and just let that slide? Do you think he's going to let was it was they going to let that slide and let him keep his job? Or okay, how am I come aware of this? Because I seen somebody ask this question and it made me think like, was the other stuff was they planning to was they going to do something to him? But then once the other stuff came out, it was just too much and they had to have him resign or was it purely just it wasn't gonna do nothing but if he when he started attacking the lgbtq plus community is that what got him fired because it wasn't that much talked about when he was attacking black people but when he attacked that you know said the homophobic stuff is when he really got fired is that the case or was that just the cat the straw that brought the camels back but it's him saying the homophobic stuff about somebody that's not in that community. He said about Michael Sam, too. Yeah, but nothing happened to him. You said that was in 2014. No, no. All the emails are from 2011 to 2018. So this has been, these emails have been, he's been emailing this guy on his work email for years. And it has finally come out that these emails, what he was saying. But when he used the F word about the commissioner, that's when everything else gained weight, correct? Or am I not reading the story correctly? It wasn't until he called that man the F word that there was even a problem with his behavior. There was a problem with his behavior when he insulted the black man. But of course you had people, black people, black men, I don't know why we're coming out defending them, <laughs> which is outrageous. Like, yeah. The comment actually makes no sense because the Michelin man does not have big lips. He actually has no lips at all. Yeah, he has no lips, but he's just. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I I don't I don't know. I I I think it's simply because he went after somebody that was white and powerful that all the rest of the emails kind of rise to the top and get you know brought out um he may have been able to just skate by with i don't know getting a fine or or reprimanded or something but because the 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 pattern is already there yeah the history is already there and they just you know He's just talking about black people, women, and in, in, in the LGBTQ community. Eh, so what? We don't, you know, that that's that's how it feels to me from what I read in the article. It wasn't until he went after somebody white and powerful that <clears throat> there had to be consequences. And he was sharing topless pictures of the Washington football team's cheerleaders, oh which on work emails. Let me just say it again. Work emails he was doing this. 
I don't know if he's using his he's, he's with ESPN at the time. I don't know if he's using his ESPN email or the guy was using. I know one of them had to be using their work email. So I'm guessing they was investigating the Washington football team. So the president. So I'm pretty sure it was his emails, work emails that they got and was going through. And it was like, wow, whoa, whoa, what is this? My question is, what was he saying back to all these comments and things? What was the president saying back? Because I'm pretty question. sure it's about to be a shit show and all these guys are going to get fired. Um, it's going to be a lot of heads rolling once this investigation is over. Well, okay. I have a question for you as a man. Right. Is locker room talk for black men different than locker room talk for white men? Would you say? I mean, because they they try to write this off as oh, it's just locker room talk, you know, sharing. The, I'm talking about the sharing of the pictures of the women. I'm trying to think locker room talk. It can be locker room talk on the teams I was on personally was more or less like just shit talking to each other. Ah, you ain't shit, you punk. You know, just you know, just that type of thing. Where there's slurs sometimes used in the locker room. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Where there's slurs used against actual people, like <laughs> it's hard to define locker room talk because I'm trying to think of all the teams I've been on. You know, it was, you know, just going at each other. We didn't, you know, sit there and have a conversation about the commissioner and calling him all type of names and things of that nature or sharing naked pictures of cheerleaders. We had, I mean, even when I played semi pro, we had cheerleaders, but, you know, nobody would cross that line. And try to you know get close to them in that nature because we didn't want to ruin the good thing that we had with the team. We didn't want to you know we were gentlemen about it because we didn't want to just you know because the stereotype is you know football players always go up to the cheerleaders. We didn't you know and a lot of us are a lot of you know a lot of guys are already married or had girlfriends, so we definitely want them to go that route. You know what I'm saying? There just seems to be a like subculture of of I I'm trying to word this very carefully. No, just say of, it. I mean just say we don't care about cancellation no more. Well a subculture of rich or yeah rich and powerful white men. There seems to be a subculture of them that just feels like they're untouchable by anything. They can do what, what they it, want, say what they want they can have what they want. They can touch you. They can kiss you. They can grab you. And, and you can't do anything. You're powerless against them. There just seems to be a subculture of white male privilege like that. And I, and I don't what, understand it. And that's what people a lot of people talk about. The good old boy network that's in the NFL. It's like you see it. If you pay attention, you'll see it all the time. Like how certain coaches lose their job. And this, you know, they have a different job within a couple of weeks at a different with a different team, you know, and that's why they had to make rules where you got to interview another black coach because it's the good old boy network. Nobody else can get in. They just keep hiring and, re, you know, redoing the same people. I mean, if you truly watch football and just look at the coaches, you're like, wow, that coach was coaching this team last year. Now he's on offensive coordinator of this team. 
That coach was a coach in this team two years ago. Now he's a defensive coordinator somewhere else. They just keep getting recycled around the league because, you know, it's the good old boy network. And that's what people – and that's what Kaepernick was trying to go against because that's what he said everybody colluded not to sign him because he knew that that good old boy network talks to each other constantly, emails, conversations, and they were blackballing him because there was no reason for him not to be in the league. I don't care what anybody says. You can say he sucked, he sucks, but you couldn't tell me that there's 64 other quarterbacks better than him in the NFL at that time. I mean, just look at the list of backups. When you see somebody get injured, the person going to the game. I mean, Geno Smith is still in the league. Geno Smith came in Monday night for Russell Woods when he got hurt. There's room for Kaepernick who could have played all those years, you know. Yeah, I, I agree <laughs> that he was he was forced out and kept out. Um, and a lot of people that I talked to, oh, well, did you see? I was like, okay, so maybe he's not, you know, a first-round draft or whatever. I'm not – I you can tell my football terminology is <laughs> terrible, but I mean, he's at least a second or third string quarterback. Come on. Like you said, there's room for him somewhere, but they made certain that they didn't make room for him anywhere. Yeah. And, 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 and it, it was not only the drop of shit. That was not only that the owners were colluding, they were releasing fake information to the news outlets and ESPN and Fox Sports and things of that nature. Kaepernick only wants to play for this amount. He never said that. Kaepernick says he doesn't need a backup. Kaepernick never said that. You know, there were so many things coming out about him that they were just false. This is false and you know. But Kaepernick then they turned down three deals. They you know, politicized what he was deals. doing. Of course they're gonna politicize it because he took a kneel during the anthem but the sacred flag. And so, you know, that's what's going to happen. But they took, they turned that into, he was disrespecting the military. And that's not true. Everybody, <laughs> I mean, it was a guy from the military who told him, Hey, exactly. It's disrespectful for you to sit down. If you're going to do anything, take a knee. That means right. you're, you're protesting, but you're also showing some respect and you took a knee. And of course, that stuff didn't get out because I was telling people back then that's what happened. Well, I never knew that, but still, you shouldn't be doing it. I mean, they tried. They interviewed the guy <laughs> who told them that, and he was like, "Why are you going after him?" You know, I gave him that advice, and they. That, I mean, I think I saw like a blip, maybe one little blurb on some little news program, but they they buried that. Of course, because it didn't fit. It didn't fit the times, and when you, I mean, the thing. That Trump came around that same time and would comment on it, and you Please. know got his got his fan base all riled up about it. So, oh yeah, he shouldn't be in the, in the country. Why? Because he doesn't want to stand and cover his heart for a racist song. Because if you look at the words, because oh, most people don't understand that there's like, you know, that first to it. Yeah, and you you get down into it and. Mm, it gets by the third verse. It's pretty. <laughs> and you're right. It is that good old boy network of rich white men who conversate with each other and talk any type of way and think they're untouchable. And one of them got touched. I I hope the rest of them get touched. I'm pretty sure he wasn't emailing to himself and just you know they were just replying back K. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they were saying stuff back to add to it. Because you don't get that comfortable for seven years to my text, you know, emailing like that. They had to been, you know, agreeing with him. 
if you're if if somebody's sending you messages like that for seven years, you have to either you're either, you're not ignoring them, you're replying back, right? You're replying, you're commenting back, you're you know you're having the same type of conversation with them. So where's what what's going to happen to the president of the team? My question is, why would you keep those emails? You can't erase work emails. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, 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 you, that's right. I, I, I forgot you said they were on his work email because you can't erase. You're, you're you, right. You're, All your you work think emails you're erasing them. <laughs> you think you're erasing them, but you're really not. No, I, I you, you said think that. you're erasing it, but you're not erasing that stuff. It's still. But even it. your personal emails, if they want them bad enough, they can get them. Oh yeah, they can get them. Google, they keep your they yeah they can they could dig up your old emails. That's I mean it's bold as hell to even have those conversations in your work email. That's just, like you say, you're just feeling entitled and untouchable. But if they were sending those kinds of emails on work emails, what were they sending from their personal emails and their personal phones? What were they saying in these meetings in person? Yeah, and it's more people. I've seen some that Adam Schefter, he's an NFL reporter. He's got caught up in some of those emails, so there's something going to come out about him pretty soon. He's but deep then, in that good good old boy network, too, So because he always knows the scoop or what's happening. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are shaking in their boots right now about, oh, boy, they got Gruden. I was just emailing him last week. He sent me the pictures of those girls. Oh Lord, I'm next. <laughs> a lot of people. I really right don't now. think anything. I mean, okay. Am I getting this correct? He resigned as the coach for the Raiders. Yes. When did they move to Las Vegas? They moved this year. Was their first year there? Yeah, oh, okay. Year there. I was like, okay. I was reading the article. I was like, what? So he really. All that really happened to him is he's lost a job. That he was getting paid ten million a year for it. He already been there for four years. Well, how many years has he been there? He's been there for a few years, so he's made about at least thirty million. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, so he's got thirty million dollars, and he lost that job. He's not starving. No, he's not going to starve. He has played and he's had endorsement deal. He's made some good money over his coaching career. And he's been working at ESPN for years. So he he's not, I mean, he's not hurting. He's just lost his job. Right. So he's just lost a job. Where are the fines? Where are the lawsuits? You know, can't those girls sue him? I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure those girls are going to sue somebody. Um, I'm just wondering how they got top. I mean, that, that I mean, sounds to me like have, somebody was locker room taking pictures. If somebody was like, y'all got topless pictures of the chilies, keep those away from me. No, I don't want to see because y'all going to no, 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 because there's no, there's nothing good to come out of that sharing that. I don't want to see it. Please keep them away from me. Let me just go on Pornhub and X Hamster see that stuff. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want hidden no, I don't want hidden footage that you that somebody on the team, you know, took. And the the comments on the articles where people trying to spin this are ridiculous. They don't even they don't even say facts. They just say whatever. This was ten years ago. He's changed. No, he hasn't. He's no. been doing it for seven years. 
the last emails we got from 2018, they probably got some from 2009. They probably got some from this year. They just haven't released yet. He's not changing. He's an old man. This is who he is. This is who he is. There's no changing. And I really got to talk about Tony Dungy. I don't who, recognize that name. He used to be coach of the Indianapolis and Tampa Bay. Um, but he got he went out of his way to defend, to show, to apologize. I mean, to forgive uh, Gruden. He put a long post on Twitter talking about, you know, as a Christian man, you know, I can't, you know, hold this against him. I have to forgive him for what he's done. If he's, he's showing remorse and he's going to be a better person after. I'm like, why are you forgiving him? He probably said a lot of stuff about you, said, you know, called you a nigga plenty of times. And you on here trying to defend him on Twitter. And he was getting, I posted like three or four comments about it. Like, dog, you are ridiculous right now. But, you know, it's that, hey, we going, hey. Then we going out. It's that sickness of Christianity where black people feel like they have to apologize when people wrong them. They have to forgive them when people wrong them. Like, uh, I don't think that's what that is. What is it? I think it's it's. I don't want to necessarily say it's sellout-ism, but oh, it, it was a part of that. It was part of that too. Yeah, it's you know. Um, they let me be a part of their world. So, you know, I'm going to be comrades with them. And when they wouldn't do the, this person would not do the same for him. He wouldn't, he wouldn't. And the emails tell you he wouldn't do that. The way he talks, it tells you that he would never do the same for him. But Tony Dungy felt the need. I mean, I'm pretty sure they would say, Hey, Tony, we need need a black man to come on and come on, do it for the team, do it for the team. And he's like, yes, sir, I'll do it. I'll get right on it. And he sent a text at like 6 in the morning. He sent a tweet like 6 in the morning. That's how up he was up early trying to get this out, trying to defend this man. My mom used to call that shucking and jiving for the white man. Oh, they still do. They still do it. They still call it shucking and jiving. He was shucking and jiving hard. He was and shucking I, and jiving. He was shucking and jiving on Sunday Night Football, and he was shucking and jiving in that tweet. And I was like, wow, I have lost all respect for you, sir. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. I mean, how do you have respect for yourself as a black person and do that? I I don't get it. They don't respect themselves. They would do anything to they would do anything to keep that position they have. They keep that income in, they keep that income that they're getting coming. It's just like Ray Lewis, who's turned into wow. You know, when when the whole Black Lives Matter thing was going on, he was going out his way. It was it's people like Terry Crews who has completely just I'm pretty sure he would tap dance eating watermelon they asked him to on TV. That man has gone That's all the just way. wrong. You don't uh... think he will? Name I, one I'm, movie. I'm not, no, no. I'm name not one sure. Movie, name one movie where he wasn't dancing. To Terry Crews. Yes. I, I I don't know. I I I I can't call it on him. He's all over the map to me. 
one minute I agree with him, the next minute I'm like, what's what you, going what on? What do you agree with him for? I, I kind of <laughs> felt bad for him because he came out and said something about he was molested or something. No. And, but I, See? I don't Here's I don't really listen to 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 Hollywood trying to tell me how to live. You know, I thought I heard something about that, but I mean, I don't get invested in it. Okay, Terry so. Crews is at a party with his wife, and I guess it was a producer or something of that nature came up to him and grabbed his dick and was like, "Yo, you know what I'm saying that type of thing." That's what it was, and he was like, "You know, I felt, you know, I felt the shame and what he did." And I was like, and lots of black men were like, "Dog, really? Like, what did he see in you to make him think that was okay to do, or why didn't you do anything or say anything to some man coming to you trying to grab your, you know, trying to grab your stuff? You just sat there and talked about it later on." Like, oh, well, I didn't read that close enough because I didn't get. That's not what I, I I thought it was somebody who, when he was trying to get into Hollywood. No, he was already in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Well, then I got the story all wrong. So then I take my sympathy back. <laughs> yeah, he was already in Hollywood and that happened to him. And he tried to come back later, like, you know, I don't understand the Me Too movement because I Me Too. I had my genitals. Yeah, that's when I heard producer. it was during the Me Too movement. And, you know, trying to get the sympathy and, you know, that kind of was like, yeah, okay. You know, people like D.L. Hewley and a lot of other, you know, fans were like, yeah, so you just let that man grab your, you know, grab your stuff in front of your wife and you didn't do anything. And like, and here's the funny thing about it. A lot of black men were defending him. Like, no, you know, he couldn't do nothing because he can't ruin his reputation, you know, things of that nature. And then what did he do? He turned on black women and put and threw, um, what's the Wayne Wade's wife's name? Gabrielle Union under the bus. Mm -hmm. And she was trying to sue America's Got Talent. He said, I never seen any racist stuff. They treat me good there. I don't understand what she's saying because I never seen any racist things or anything of that nature when I worked there. So he's one of those. He's cooning hard he okay the then that yeah, yeah then okay then i see what you mean that he's you know whichever way the wind blows that he think he gonna make a paycheck that's the way he goes and it, okay and he was tweeting about you know we had to make sure that black lives matter doesn't turn into black lives better like you know that that type of dumb shit like nobody's ever said black lives better you know what i'm saying he was on that whole bullshit you know so He's in that same category. Terry Crews, Ray Lewis, uh, Tony Dungy. Uh, I still keep Kanye in that same thing. I don't. <laughs> a lot of people forgave Kanye. He's still in that same group to me. So. I think if Kanye would take his medication, <laughs> <laughs> Kanye would make better decisions. Kanye is very talented. Nobody say he isn't talented. He's very talented, but. But. Genius is very close to insanity. So I think Kanye, I don't know. I think Kanye off his meds can be led around very easily by whatever happens to be popular because I think he kind of craves attention. But because that whole thing he did with, with Trump, I was like, somebody call a doctor for both of them. But you know, so I I I give Kanye a little bit because I know Kanye has mental issues. But just because you have mental issues, don't mean that you got to sell out. So 
And he was selling out hard, boy. So, so hard. Um, and people saying he was just doing it to get those people out of jail. You don't have to go that hard because Jay-Z got one of their friends out of jail. He, they, they didn't go that hard for it. You know what I'm saying? Because it was allegedly, allegedly that Trump was selling pardons. <laughs> That's a legend. That's an alleged thing, and a lot of that's how a lot of people got off, and that's why Lil Wayne allegedly was posing with Trump so he can get that pardon from that case because he didn't want to go to prison. I would not be surprised, but the reason I don't necessarily buy one hundred percent into that is there were people that wanted pardons that did not get them. Because Trump was no, these people had the cash. Because he can give pre preemptive pardons, meaning that you don't necessarily have to even be charged yet. He can give you a pardon for any future charges. And there are people that could have fallen under that umbrella that did not get pardons because they had slighted him in some kind of way. But that's the only time I've ever seen Trump look afraid was when Kanye was in his office. He seriously looked afraid, like, keep him over there. <laughs> yeah, because you could tell he wasn't he wasn't all there. He was right. ranting and raving and you're like my dad. I mean you're like a dad to me. And I'm like, I was like, oh God, turn this off. Turn it off. I can't even Yeah, it I was pain it was this. very painful to watch. But and right next to him was Jim Brown and Ray Lewis. I was like, what who What's going on with Jim Brown? What? Exactly. <laughs> that, that, that I was like, wait, what happened here? But yeah, Jim Brown was there, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. Oh, it was it was heartbreaking. So it is what it is. So this ball has started rolling. They got John Gruden. They said something about Adam Schefter. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Washington football team is going to go down hard for this. They should. If they don't, do you really know something's up? <laughs> if they, if this team doesn't lose half of the higher ups or, or more, or pretty much, if they are releasing topless pictures of their cheerleaders, if they are having racist conversations, homophobic conversations, if that if dance if dance doesn't have to sell that team, something is really up there. Because you just can't do that much and keep your team. Was, that's what they it was investigating for something else for harassment, you know, in the workplace. That's what they were even looking at his emails to find this and to find all that. They have to go down. That team has, that team needs to go. Okay, so they weren't even looking at the guy that resigned. They were looking at somebody on Washington's team, and yeah. that's how they got to him. Yep. Okay, I. I didn't glean that from the article I read. I must have read it too fast. Well, that's because they're supposed to announce. See, now I have it in my, see, my brain is not my friend. Because the Washington football team was supposed to announce their name sometime within the next year. And now, given what's been going on back and forth between these people, I can only imagine what kind of stupid stuff, what other kind of stupid stuff might have been said. Well, you gotta like, think about it. The the name they had before was just a, a racial slur. <laughs> and they did not want to give it up. They did not want to give that name up. They fought hard to keep that name. In 2020, we had a team okay, called so the Redskins. 
Just yeah, think but about don't that. we still have one called the Chiefs? The Chief, I mean, yeah, you're right, but it's it's more blatant. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Chiefs eventually change their name to something else. Uh, I mean, teams like the Florida State Seminoles, who actually work with the native, the local, you know, local native people to keep, you know, to keep that name and you know, carry on tradition and teach people about the Seminoles who lived in that area. That's where they get to keep their name. I mean, a lot of teams have changed their names, but it's one thing to be the Chiefs. It's another thing to be called the Redskins, and they have a symbol of a, a Native American's head as your mascot. That is ridiculous. And people were saying, nobody's offended. And, you know, <laughs> they were speaking for everybody. Nobody's offended by this. This is no, this is harmless. I'm like, do you not see what that is? Yeah. I mean, if they would have had a team I mean, I guess I just didn't understand that there was a fight to not give the name up. Oh, it was a big fight. <laughs> That's why it took so long. People were fighting that hard. Then they made up some story about the person who was designed after the logo, and he loved the name. And yeah, uh, okay. yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, okay. I mean, I I get it. And I did not, and it took a, a sentence to make me understand. Like, you know, people dressed up as Indians, you know, for Halloween. And I saw the line, my heritage is not your costume. Right. And I did not understand what regalia meant to the Native community. I did not understand. I didn't even understand that it had a name. That it was called regalia, and what the differences in the the different types of you know the the headdress and the you know that there's you know this means this and this person is this and I did not understand that. Once I understood it, I understood why that was not appropriate. Oh, I just got an update. Uh oh, Adam Schefter's journalistic integrity under fire. See, he's he's next. <laughs> He is next, so he's the next one. So this is gonna this is gonna cost a lot of people their jobs. It should. It is not. And let me clarify: this is not cancel culture at all, because because <laughs> you got to think about this. You got somebody who thinks like this in a position of power. He's made a lot of questionable moves when he first got the job. The, the Raiders had a black punter uh, who was kind of you know. He was very well. He was very outspoken about different things. As soon as John Gruden got the job, job he fired. He got released. He was out of there, and nobody. He hasn't been on the team since. The Raiders used to have an all-black O-line. <laughs> None of those guys are still there. <laughs> He's made a lot of questionable decisions. He traded um, Mac to the Bears. Thank you for that, because <laughs> he's a monster. I, I was shocked that he even that he made that trade. You trade your best defensive player. You trade you traded like your best wide receiver, Amari Cooper, to the Cowboys. I mean, you see these coaches come in, they make these things. It's like what what's motivating this? Like um, uh, Kelly when he took over the Eagles, he like got rid of all of the like he got rid of a lot of black players. You know, it's like what is going on? Is there something more to this? Or you know, people who really contribute to the team. But because they had a certain swagger to them, 
they had to go. Well, this leads to a bigger issue. And the bigger issue is, you, you know, I, I, I don't know how much you know. Let me stop and think about Tucker Carlson because I will mess his name up <laughs> terribly. Um, but he talks about white replacement theory and all this. And they honestly believe that, that they're being replaced when all it is is marginalized people's issues are becoming having the spotlight put on them and some people in powerful positions who never were touched before are now getting in trouble for saying things, doing things that they've always said and done. And they, they see that not as equality, but as a threat to them being replaced. Well, you can be replaced. You can be fired and you can be fined. And this all can happen to you. And it's been happening to other people forever. Right. And that's that's what the bigger issue is, is they're terrified that their place of privilege is now being challenged because they've been doing some very questionable things all along. And now it's not OK to do that anymore. And all of a sudden now they want to scream, oh, that's not fair. They feel that uh, people of different races are going to get to positions and treat them the way they've been treating us. For years, and they don't want. They don't want. They don't want that. Oh, but you've been treating us parents according to you. But now, when I got the power, you're so worried. What were you, what you worried about? Exactly. What you worried about? What you worried about? You treat us fairly. I'm just saying, what you treating me? Oh no, we don't want that. Oh, why not? Exactly. Why not? One hundred percent. Tell me why not. Just, just tell me. You know, it's, you know, and it's things are changing. And the sad part about it is they just want the most people in those marginalized groups just want to be treated equally. If you go to jail for five years for this, I want to go to jail for five years for this. I don't want to have to do 25 years and you get two years of probation for the same crime. <laughs> that's that's no, nobody is seeking revenge, but that's in their mind what they would do if it happened to them. Right. So that's what they, they're projecting <laughs> onto these people what they would do. And that's not the mission, the goal or anything. They just want they want equality and fairness. I shouldn't say they we want equality and fairness. I try to stay under the radar, but Yeah, I don't yeah. Well, you know what I say. Separation. <laughs> We need to form our own towns and get our own. No, because yeah. every time we do, they come and they burn them down. No, they go no, no. That's not right no more. That's not right no more. <laughs> no, we, that's what we got. No, we just, that's when our our Second Amendment right comes in. Our gun rights gonna start coming in. And we, and we ain't finna lay. Gun not laying laws would no change overnight. Been good, and nobody has guns. Take all our guns then. That they would come try come to come formulate come. a way to write that law so that it would just be that. I don't know. People would. 27% of melanin in their skin or more <laughs> couldn't happen. Then, then we have our town. Then we all we all going out then. <laughs> you you come and try to tear our town down. We all going out. So but they, you know. they don't let that happen because every time it has happened, it's been very, very successful. We had our doctors, our lawyers, our own banks, our own schools. We had it all. 
we were self-sufficient, did not need them at all. One neighborhood, they even blew it up. <laughs> they actually dropped literal bombs on it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah, they so. did bomb a, 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 a street. And was it Philadelphia or Ohio? I, I can't remember. I think it might people. have been Philadelphia because I thought it was on the East Coast. Yeah, it was Philadelphia. They bombed the neighborhood. Literally bombed a neighborhood. <laughs> so, you know. Think about it, it. They bombed a neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get talked about enough. It needs to be talked about. Research that. If you watch, if you're listening, research that. They actually bombed a neighborhood. I read somewhere, funny. and I, I don't know how much truth this is to it, but um, was it the the Gap Band? You dropped a bomb on me. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, that's what that song is about. Yeah, I don't know how true that is, but I read it somewhere. It was on the internet, so I I don't don't place any faith in it. But it could have been. But now we got a comment from. Ryan, I haven't seen you in a while. He says, yo, what's up? Roz makes hope you had a great day. I did have a great day. Having a great night. Thanks for the comment. Make sure you share it. Uh, oh, that's for everybody. If you're listening, I haven't said anything. I got to start saying at the beginning. Wherever you listen to, make sure you give us a thumb up, thumbs up, a like, review it, give us a review, share it, repost it on SoundCloud, do all that good stuff because we are all over. Wherever you're listening, make sure you you know give, give us our due. Thank you so much. I got to look that up. I don't think that's true. <laughs> like I said, I, I don't claim it to be true. I just read it. And maybe I read it oh. or read it. <laughs> and you are right. I got I to gotta say this. You are right about the woman uh, crashing into the Lambo. You showed me the video and you were right. that she, He hit her first, but she was dumb by crashing into the back of the Lambo. <laughs> but he hit her and she had a good loss. I mean, she has a good case. That's why she was going crazy because he actually hit her and then sped off like nothing happened. Right. And that's how she wound up hitting him. See what happened where he hit her happened at a different light. Right. And then he tried to, you know, speed off around the corner and that's how she wound up hitting him. So, but yeah, that I, I, I hadn't seen the whole video either. I hadn't seen both clips either. And I was like, she's stupid and blah, blah, But I thought she was just spazzing out because she realized she hit a Lambo. It's like, oh, my God, I got to do something. You know, I thought she was, that's what I was, I thought she was spazzing out. But come to find out, she was in the right. And hopefully when the cops came, they didn't harass her or anything. <laughs> you know? I hope both sets of videos get to the cops so that they can see. I mean, she's still going to have to pay for hitting them in the back, but he gonna have to I, pay for hitting her first. It's all good, Ryan. You all good. I mean, so why? She, I mean, that's if she had just pulled up behind, or pulled it. I mean, she couldn't pull in front of him. If she would have pulled up behind him and got out and said, "You hit my car. Look at my car," instead of ramming into the back of him, because the guy was an asshole. You really, if you look, if you watch the whole footage. The guy in the car with the guy in the Lambo was an asshole. He said, "Oh yeah, I hit you, huh?" You know that type of, and that's why that's what that would piss me off too. When, you, when I know you hit me, you see her laughing at me, filming me. Yeah, I would, I would definitely have to walk away, or I'm going to smash your phone. <laughs> yeah, he. Um, well, I don't know if this is a fair statement or not, but um, 
I kind of expect that attitude coming from the driver of a Lamborghini. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of right. <laughs> you might have a point there. Just the asshole behind the wheel. Yeah, you might have a point there. So, what else about I mean, Do you read anything else about this situation? Any other comments on this? No, I I just I agree with you. I hope this isn't the first domino to fall. I hope it continues on until they get everybody that should be got. Oh, and I, like I said again, this is not cancel culture because that's a lot of people in the comments. This is cancel culture. This is cancel culture. This is 10 years ago. He shouldn't be held responsible for 10 years ago. And people are saying, well, if they release your emails from 10 years, I'm like, go ahead and get all my work emails from 10 years. I guarantee you won't see anything like that in there. Release my work email. Okay, you can get every work email I sent from the time <laughs> I started working. <laughs> exactly. You're not going to see none of those words used. You're not going to see no pictures. Okay, you might see a, a cat picture or a puppy picture, but there's not going to be any naked pictures in any right. of my work emails. Now, don't go through my personal emails. No, come out a different person. <laughs> hey, early 2000s was a wild time in the emails. <laughs> That's not but. Even then, I wasn't calling. I don't know. I'm not going to say I wasn't calling people names, but I wasn't that bad. I mean, we've all changed, but he was doing this 2018. I'm pretty sure from my personal email from 2018 to now, I was not reckless like that. So, How old is he? He's like in his, it's got to be like 50 something. Oh, that's, that's, he has no excuse if he's only in his 50s. Yeah, he has no excuse. There's no, I was a different person in 2011. No, you were older. You were in your 40s then. No, there's no Because if you got there. somebody that's like in their, you know, 65, 70, that person grew up kind of with a different mindset. And he has really no excuse because he should have been able to change with the times. He was young enough. that years he old. He's young enough, he should have been able to change with the times. Although I know a 58-year-old man that I swear to God still lives in 1950. <laughs> I don't he even know. change. <laughs> right. And that, per that person that I'm speaking of, I no longer speak to because they said to me, how do I feel about Candace Owens? And I went, what? Excuse me. He was like, oh, I love her. I was like, oh, my God. I can't talk to you. Conversation over. Conversation's over. I can't talk We're to done. you anymore. I had a woman ask me, why don't the blacks like Trump? He's done great things for you guys. I'm like, yeah, we have nothing to talk about. Conversation's over. I'm sorry. You have a good one. I'm not trying to get anything. I don't know. I, I would have flipped that conversation and been like, okay, let's not talk about what he's done for us. Let's not talk about what he's done for you. That's when they come with their imaginary things. And and that's know. when I pull out my facts. And then, of no. course, the conversation gets shut down because a fact to them is fake news. Yeah, no matter where it comes from. Anymore. Even if it comes out of his White House, when it was his White House, even if it came out of his White House, it's still fake news. I was like, he said it, though. <laughs> 
it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I, that's why that's why I don't argue with people. My last argument online was arguing with some guys, two white guys from Canada, was arguing me about what it's like to be a black man in in the U.S. And I was like, and I was sitting there having an argument. I was like, wait a minute, what am I even having this discussion for? <laughs> this is going nowhere. Why? I'm just what? Why am I doing this? And I was like, I was like, you know what? I'm never arguing online again. You can have this. This shows you my brain is not my friend again. Arguing with them when they started talking, you know, out of pocket or whatever, I would have taken my answer, put it into Google Translate, translated it into French, and then sent it back to them. (laughs) Because you know they they all their signs have to be in English and in French. That doesn't mean that everybody in their country speaks French. <laughs> so I was just annoyed them. They was telling me like the cops aren't that bad in the U.S. I'm like, they don't like, believe us. Nobody, yo. They don't believe that policemen would act that way because they've never been treated that way. It doesn't affect them. There's just a, a video released recently where. There's a black kid walking home, and he seen the cop, so he got nervous, so he started filming. The cop was like, being just being an asshole, walking with him. Why are you walking up on me, dude? Why are you walking up on me, bro? And that type of shit. And I was like, yo, that that he like that. There was no reason for that. He should like. And then it got to the point where the dude got to his house. And he's like, oh, oh, you run up on me, you run up on me. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm standing still. You're walking on me. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. And he and he threw him down and arrested him. Yeah, he's resisting arrest. It's like, and he did. It's like his own film. Like, how could you even? The cop was following that? him. He crossed yeah. the street several times to get away from the cop, and the cop followed him and kept, you know, oh, let's take selfies, let's take selfies. And he was like, no, nah, I'm good. There's another one where a guy was walking down the street listening to his headphones, and he was rapping out loud. The cop was giving another guy a ticket at the guy's house. He was writing the ticket, heard this black guy and went over and accosted him and wound up arresting him for disorderly conduct and resisting arrest when he didn't have to stop writing a ticket to bother him at all. He was walking past, just rapping, just singing a song out loud. Said he was disturbing the peace. The only body, the only person complaining is you. Even the guy that was getting the ticket looked shocked. He was like, "Wait, <laughs> you're gonna stop writing me a ticket to go mess with him? Cool, I'm going back inside." <laughs> and they they arrested him. And that's why people say all cops are bad because if you know a cop is out here doing this and you're a cop yourself and you're not reporting him, you're just as bad as he is. That's why. But this this proves their theory because there are black people, there are Hispanic people, there are Asian people, there are native people that are cops. Yeah. You don't have mass reports of white people being abused by these people, correct? So obviously we don't have that revenge theory on our mind like they think because that's the perfect opportunity. Separation from our own towns of our own cop police unit if we need it police ourselves, start learning knowledge of self and get ourselves out of this crazy mind state that's been fucking up, you know, celebrity mind state that's been fucking us up for centuries and better ourselves. 
I wish we could, but I think so many of us have had our minds. Well, then we leave them behind. You can't save everybody. Terry <laughs> Tubman said it best. I could have freed thousands more slaves if they realized they were slaves. You can't let people who still in that slave mind state. You can't bring them along because it's just going to mess up everything. I want people for the we want the betterment. We'll have my security. My security is gonna be. If I ever become a rich and a millionaire, you know who my security is gonna be. Is? My security is gonna be the nation of Islam. The fruit of Islam is gonna be my security. Them only ones I would trust with my life. I don't know enough about the nation of Islam to speak on that, so I will just. I know plenty silent. enough that enough that would be my security. You, have you ever seen somebody get close to Farrakhan? No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll, I, if somebody tried to run up on Farrakhan, I, I feel sorry for that person. Because, I, I agree. Oh my I, god, I'll, I agree. I, that's that's not going to be a good time. And here's the thing about it: they won't film it. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, turn cameras off." And I feel sorry for that man. Well, a man or woman who tries to do the stupid thing of run up on Farrakhan. Well, okay. Let's talk about this city or community. Okay. You would have to have some kind of criteria to enter? No. Here's the thing. No? There's talent, okay. no, there's, there's towns across America that are just sitting empty that people can just buy a whole city. Mm -hmm. For a few million dollars, you could buy a whole city. If you were to buy a city and set up your own system in there and go to these HBCUs like, look, we need black doctors here in our city. We're informing our city. We need black doctors. We need black teachers. We need black everything. Store owners. You can form it. That's how a lot of cities get formed anyway. So you recruit people to your city. And we'll have everything okay, we need. Okay, so what about when your city starts getting some you know, I mean, you you can't really deny somebody moving to your city, correct? You got to apply for an apartment. There's a banking legally, we can legally back check, background check your interview for the apartment. You, okay. You know, so you that try means to buy you have, a house. To have money to, to invest in property for rental. Okay. If you buy a city, you're going to have rental properties. If you buy a city, there's going to be something there. Well, we can we can start to I'm build sure our there's own unincorporated places that are just land, right? Yeah. When I drive my when I was driving my son to um to school in Iowa, we drive through all these cities. I kid you not, there was a city that said the population was 770. <laughs> so I'm pretty, and it's off in the middle of nowhere. So they're doing pretty good. I mean, they have their own little grocery store. It's the you know farmers and shit like that. They're fine on their own. I'm pretty sure they're not overly police. I'm sure police doesn't you know they don't need police riding down their streets all the time. I mean, it can happen. It could work. Well, I'll tell you what. If you get the plan together and figure out what we need to do to do this, I'm in. Well, I need the money first. The money, the money is everything. I just can't buy a city I, off of. That's you know, all part of the plan. I said I'm in. I. <laughs> I'll be in after you. I mean, not that I'm not willing to invest money in this, not that I got a lot, but, you know, if you say, okay, we need this from each person we recruit to our town. 
if I got that, I'll come to your town. I'll drag my dad with me. There's going to be no um, public housing assistance. I'm sorry, because we don't want the government dictating. You know what I'm saying? We don't want that. Okay. Because once, because once you let them in and say they, you know, they can come in like, oh, these apartments aren't this, and uh, we need to shut this the whole complex down because in order to have public assistance for this, you have to, you know, no, no, no. But can't you do that at a state level? You can. I, I mean, it's so pretty, wouldn't it be easier to do it at a state level? Or even a local county level? (laughs) No, I mean not that you not that you have to take money from them, but state regulations would be easier to follow than federal ones. And it could be funded by your city taxes. You know, so so I mean, what if somebody falls on hard times? They lose their job. They need rent assistance. They Shouldn't come the to city the be able to be able to provide something like that? Yeah, the the city that we are will will assist them. But you have to follow state regulations to do that, don't you? This this stuff gets done in these in this city of seven hundred seventy people. Do you think if somebody lost their job, they go to the state? I'm pretty sure they come. No, together what I'm saying person. is to run a program like that in the city because I've worked for the county, and the county is regulated by the state. City is usually regulated by the county, which is regulated by the state. So I'm saying the city would have to, even if it's internal to that city, would have to follow some kind of state regulations. Maybe not federal because you're not getting any money from them, but because you're located in that state and using city tax dollars to do it, you might have to follow some state guidelines, meaning you would have to give it to everybody you know, that lives in the city or uh, something general like that. I get what you're saying about the federal because they always want to inject money into stuff so they can regulate it. Right. That's why we have our lawyers on hand <laughs> to take care of that, to make sure that everything's on the level. Right. As long as you don't take any federal funding, they can't do or say anything to you, but you do have to follow state rules, I believe. That's all Cause, you know, there's, there's tons of little small communities that live off the grid off mm-hmm. in the woods that don't take anything. Everything is self-sufficient. So there's ways of, I mean, there's ways to do it. I don't, I don't know if we do self-sufficient like they do, but we can move in that direction where we, you know, we start, you know, instead of getting off the grid, we put in solar panels everywhere. We put in some, you know, things of that nature. We have our own, you know, city, city uh, gardens, things that, things like that. You know where the city garden provides for the the provides for the city and the, you know the local grocery store. I mean, I haven't really thought it, sat down and wrote it all out, but it's just a thought. I mean, just separation, just get away and form our own towns. I mean, it's been they doing it in Atlanta right now. Well, I don't know if it's Atlanta, but it's outside of Atlanta. They're yeah, I, I heard about that. That they're they're buying plots they know, they and lands bought it. and they've bought it and. They stopped talking about it. That's the good thing about it. They stopped right. talking about it. They're just doing it and not, you know, advertising, you know, it's done and they, they get it done and they just leave it alone. So, well, I, I can agree with you that that's one way to go. And another way to go is it. stay under the radar, just keep away from. Them. <laughs> 
I just, like I said, I stay in my house. I don't bother nobody. I make sure my merch, my car registration, my driver's license, all that's up to date. You know, I try to pay my bills on time. So I don't have no reason for anybody to be knocking on my door. So I just try to stay, you know, I separate just myself. But I mean, even with all that, all it takes is somebody in your building to say something. I think she's doing something in there. <laughs> She doesn't go out, you know what I'm saying? That's all it takes. Some Karen or just some nosy neighbor who thinks they're helping, but they're really doing a lot more damage, you know, a lot more, you know, bad than good. Well, I, I get what you're saying. Somebody could knock on my door for that, but come on in, look around. You ain't going to find nothing. Can you go away? Now, I've had that happen to me. Had somebody call in a well check on me, and I was not happy. Yeah, it's like the the woman who called the wellness check and the person got shot. It's like, why are you even coming with your guns drawn on the right. wellness check? <laughs> right, exactly. Oh my god, that's that story pissed me off. It's like, why would you even? Why is that? Because they didn't identify themselves. The person that came for my wellness check, I mean, like, did the serious police knock on the door? Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, what the hell? I was asleep. I get up, I snatched the door open because I, I didn't look through the peephole first. <laughs> Stupid mm. me. But I just snatched the door open like, what the f- do you want? I was like, oh, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> so, but I mean, they made their presence as police known. I mean, this that cop didn't even, he's like peering in the windows. That woman thought he was somebody trying to break in. So she pulled her gun and If it's a wellness check, why did you come see? Exactly. Why are you doing that? No, I'm talking about for your case. If they're doing a wellness check, why is he come banging on the door like he's gonna, you know, knock it down? Like, what's what's up with all the aggression? What the fuck? Then you don't need you don't need aggression for a wellness check. I don't think it was aggression. I think it was like I was asleep. I was sound asleep. So it's. I think that's to jar you awake, or if you're like on the floor and you've fallen or something for you to hear wherever you are in in your house and for you to call out. I I really, I want to believe that. Okay. Yeah. I want to believe that. But um, I mean, because once I, even when I snatched the door open, I was aggressive at them. They were like, we're here for a wellness check. We're just here to make sure that everything, are you all right? And the, part that made me the angriest was the person who called in the wellness check didn't even live in the state. They called from another state to have a wellness check done on me because I turned off my phone. They couldn't reach me online. I was tired. I needed a nap. <laughs> People need to mind their goddamn business. Right? <laughs> I feel about that. All right, I want to end the show there. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you give a thumbs up, give a like. Make sure you subscribe, share, you post on SoundCloud, do all that good stuff. Thank you so much for watching. Any last words you got anything to say? Anything to say? Nope. All right, we one. are out. It always takes a long time to.